Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Sorry, I can't come to the phone right now, but leave me a message. You're listening to AMS Unfiltered. We're rolling. Oh my gosh. What's up, you guys? It's Amber, and welcome back to my podcast, AMS Unfiltered. We are officially entering season two, which feels so crazy and so long overdue. I am so sorry that it took me this long to get back to doing the podcast and to releasing the podcast for you all. I first of all just need to say thank you so much to everyone over the last year, like almost year, the last 10 months. Ever since I stopped season one of the podcast, people have still been streaming it like it has never stopped. People have still been DMing me asking where the podcast is. I just, I don't know. I I cannot thank you enough because this year has been so hard. This year has just been such a difficult year for me. And this has been such a year of like <laughs> humbling. I was humbled this year. I was very, very humbled this year in many, many ways. It just... I don't know. I feel like my whole world turned upside down and I just stopped doing everything that I loved. And I'm finally starting to get back to finding myself and doing things that I love. And with that being said, I am so happy to be back here recording the podcast for you and chatting with you guys. I like I don't even know where to begin. I feel like I'm going to talk in circles for the first couple of minutes of this. Also, I will say this season I have a new setup. I have a new way of recording. I bought some new tech for the podcast and I want to continue investing. Soon I want to have video podcast. I was hoping that by the time season two launched that I would be able to do a video podcast, but I was just so eager to get back to it that I figured, you know what? I need to stop trying to make everything so freaking perfect and just take it one step at a time and just do whatever I can. So that brings us to why I am starting this today. I finally am feeling in a much better mindset where I was kind of ready to talk with you guys about this whole year. And I kind of just wanted to make this first episode a storytelling of my year so far because this has been probably one of my least favorite years in a very, very, very long time. I think my least favorite year before this was 2013. And 2013 was a horribly tragic year for my family. So that's saying a lot. But 2022 has not impressed me very much at all. So I don't know. I figured I could just share with you guys a little bit about what has happened this year. If you guys know, if you guys are new here, first of all, I'm Amber. I make videos on YouTube. I make content, you know, online, just on social media. I I'm obsessed with videography and film, and someday I dream of being in the film industry, directing or producing anything, literally even if it's a freaking toilet paper commercial. I do not care. I just want to be I just want to be doing work that I'm proud of and that is beautiful to me and people can interpret it however they want. I just want to be making content that people either relate to or people can take something away from it or escape from their life for a little bit. I just I don't know. I love creating it helps me and it sometimes, you know, helps the viewer as well. And with that being said, I've taken a big step back this year from creating content online and from doing YouTube and TikTok and all the things. Instagram is pretty much the only thing I've been consistent with all year. And that's just because it's posting pictures. It's pretty freaking easy. But I have taken a step back from YouTube this year and I have not been posting as much. I could honestly probably count on one hand the amount of videos I've uploaded in the last six months. It's so sad. It breaks my heart. 
And I get so many messages and comments of people wondering where my videos are, which is so sad, but also so, so meaningful. The fact that people are waiting and caring and wondering where I am is so meaningful. You don't even know. So thank you so much to everyone who has been reaching out. It means so much to me. And I'm sorry it took me this long to get back to it. But you know what? This episode, I think, is going to be a lot of, first of all, a roller coaster. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff, but I hope that by the end of this episode, both you and I can take away something from this. And I'm just hoping by the end of this episode, someone will be motivated to keep going with their life. And just remember, it's literally never too late to start over again. If you feel like you're hitting rock bottom, it is never too late to dig yourself out of that hole. So for today's episode, I figured that I would go through my camera roll and show you guys a little review of 2022 and tell you guys a little bit about what has happened this year. And it's funny, I just went and listened to my last episode of season one because I was curious just where I left off. I honestly haven't really listened to the podcast in a while for reasons that maybe we'll get into in a little bit. But it's funny, in that episode, I was doing exactly what I'm doing now where I go through my camera roll and kind of just catch you guys up which in that episode, it was the end of the season and I was kind of reviewing the year. Um, This is the beginning of the season and I'm going to review the year because I've been MIA for pretty much the whole year. I've only posted here and there. I've posted some vlogs. I've opened up a little bit on my YouTube about some of the stuff that we're going to talk about today. But overall, I've been really distant and it's just because I have been not loving myself this year. This year was such a roller coaster of like finding self-confidence and just being truly like beat to the ground by life and completely losing myself and all of that. And I feel like sitting down here today to do this and to talk is already just such a huge step for me, just kind of reassuring myself that I am going in the right direction and that I can see a light in the end of the tunnel. I really can. I'm getting there. But yeah, it's just been a journey of trying to find myself and I feel like I'm really getting there. So let's hop into a little story time of the year of 22 for the Greaves family. Mostly for me, I'm not really going to be speaking on a lot of, you know, my family. We've all gone through our own individual issues and we've gone through issues as a family, but my family was affected by a lot of the things that we're going to talk about today. So I guess we can start with New Year's, which is exactly where I left off in the other podcast. And now I didn't listen to the full last episode, so I don't know if I'm going to be repeating a couple of things. Let's start with New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. So the last day of 2021, I was working. It was New Year's Eve. So I kind of rang in the new year at my work. I work at a bar, so it's not unusual that I'm there until midnight. So I just decided to stay at work and ring in the new year with my coworkers. Then shortly after that, probably around like close to one o'clock in the morning, I had headed home. And when I got home, all the lights were on in the house. So I was like, okay, maybe everyone's just in the living room watching, you know, the ball drop. Maybe everyone's still kind of hanging out, which the reason this is weird is because my family typically goes to bed early, especially, you know, my parents, they would typically be in bed already. So it was weird to me that like all the lights were on and it seemed like people were up and home. But then I walk in the living room And of course, I mean, I saw Tundra. Tundra came to greet me, but I didn't see anybody else. I walk in the living room. No one's in there. I walk upstairs and no one's in there. I walk in my mom's room. I'm pretty sure the TV was still on in my mom and dad's room. They weren't in there. I walk by my room. It's empty, obviously. I walk by Morgan's room. It's empty. And I peek into Maddie's room and Maddie's gone, but her boyfriend, Jason, is still asleep. 
And Jason lives with us, by the way, if you didn't know. So I was like, what the fuck? Like, why is Tundra and Jason the only ones home? And I didn't even think about Rosie. If you guys don't know who Rosie is, she's our 13-year-old German Shepherd. And she just was not around. So I was like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't even think anything of that. And also, I was on the phone with my best friend, Lulu. And we were just kind of ringing in the new year together because she's three hours behind. So her new year was coming up. Mine had just, like, it just hit, hit midnight. So, you know, whatever. We were just celebrating. Lulu was actually the one that after I went through the whole house, and I was like, where is everyone? She was like, Amber, do you notice something? And I was like, what? And she's like, Rosie's not there. And I was like, and that's when it kind of hit me. Cause like I said, Rosie's 13. She's not agile as Tundra. So she's not going to be, it's not like they just took her for a ride. So then of course I check our GPS app that we all have so we can all see each other's location. And they're at the emergency animal hospital. So that is never a good sign. So of course I'm like, all right, Lulu, I'll call you back. So I hang up with Lulu. I call my mom or somebody, I don't even know who I called. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, where is everybody? And I guess Rosie was having trouble breathing. And so they brought her to the vet, which is where they hooked her up to oxygen. And I believe she had to stay the night that night. And then the next day she came home and was seemingly better. So time went on. Things were going good. I was doing the podcast still. I think the podcast ended like the next day. I think, yeah, actually, I think the podcast ended... Um like the first or second day of January. Rosie was doing much better. I'm looking through my camera roll to kind of see what was going on. At this point, I was like thriving. My TikTok was popping off. I was making content left and right. I was always like getting cute, doing my makeup, like feeling myself. And also at this time, I have to mention that we also had a family member fall ill around this time. And it was a family member that is very close to us. So it was really tough because it's kind of hard when you have, you know, like an elder family member that's falling ill. And it was kind of to the point where we knew it was the end. It was kind of just a waiting game. So that was also kind of going on through all of this that had started around Thanksgiving and it was just kind of getting, you know, a little bit worse and worse. So pretty much the months of January and February were, you know, we were kind of almost living day by day at this point in a way because Rosie was so frail and sick. I'm going to say my grandpa because the family member who I'm talking about who had fallen ill was basically like my dad's second father. So let's just say grandpa had fallen ill. He was really sick. So it was kind of literally a waiting game for everything in life. Like we all didn't know what was going to happen. We were literally taking it day by day. So like I said, I was kind of hustling, you know, making my content. Euphoria was out. So I was doing all these euphoria makeup looks. Um, I actually loved that. I kind of snapped with that. So then on January 15th, I think, let me check. Yeah. January 15th, I went out to a bar. It was a Saturday and it was during the day. I'd went out to a bar probably around like two or three with a friend of mine. And I did actually speak about this a little bit in a YouTube video. So I apologize if I'm repeating myself, if you guys have already seen that video. So on January 15th, it was a Saturday. I went out with a friend who was in town because of our ill grandfather. So we were just trying to keep busy. It was a really tough time. So we went out for lunch and drinks and I had I think maybe two glasses of champagne at this bar total. I can't remember. Then we left this bar and went to another bar right next door and we got one more drink and that was kind of where we were just going to sit and like talk and kind of, you know, whatever, like then go home after we finished that one drink, which also, mind you, there was a football game on that night. There was a big Patriots game on. And so like I wasn't the point of the story is I was not out getting lit like I was not out partying. It was literally just like lunch and a couple of drinks. That was the point of this whole thing. It was not to go out and get lit. 
just to paint a little picture for you guys. So after I take a few sips of this drink at this, you know, final bar that we're at before we go home, it's probably about like five o'clock if I had to guess. I can't remember. Maybe it was more towards six. It was more towards six when we left. But I'm sitting here. I'm taking a few sips of this drink. You know, I start to feel weird. And I honestly don't really remember the end of this time at the bar. All I remember is us finally leaving and we had drove in separate cars because we met at this bar and then later on we were going to all hang out at my house. So like, you know, whatever. So we had two different cars. So we walk out, say goodbye. That's all I remember is kind of just like getting in my car and seeing my friend's car leave. And then it's just blackness. Like I don't remember anything after that. And basically... I somehow got home, even though I was not conscious. I do not remember any of it. I somehow got myself home, but not unscathed, of course. I damaged my car so bad because I crashed into something. It was not a person. It was not anything like I'm not going to disclose too many details because of like legal reasons, but I did crash my car and somehow still made it home. I don't I, I barely remember crashing. I only remember a split second of like when I crashed and then I don't remember after that. I just remember waking up in my bed and being like, what the fuck just happened? I woke up in my bed covered in vomit, not to be disgusting, but I had vomited my fucking brains out. My parents told me that I had apparently vomited all over the bathroom and attempted to clean it up by like shoving it under a rug or something, which is so not like me. Like this is this is crazy. Come to find out, you know, the next day I'm reflecting and I'm like, did I really get drunk in the middle of the day? Like, like what? Because I didn't remember much. And then I'm like, no, I only had three drinks. And then even my friend who had then come over later that night, even though I was passed out in my bed because, you know, <laughs> obvious reasons. So my friend had come over and my family was all hanging out downstairs watching the game. And, you know, of course, they kept coming to check on me, but they just assumed they didn't know what happened. They didn't I didn't really talk to them when I got home. I just went right up to my room, apparently, and vomited all over the fucking bathroom, I guess. Sorry if this is TMI. Um, Maybe skip this part if you don't like these kind of stories. But they were like, what is wrong? Like, what what did you guys do? Did you guys get shit faced in the middle of the day? Like, why is she upstairs covered in vomit? And my friend was like, no, she literally had three drinks. Like, I've seen her drink and she can drink. Three drinks is nothing. Fast forward, I'm kind of reflecting the next day and I'm like, what the fuck happened? And I came to the conclusion that I was roofied. There is no other explanation. So mind you, that happened on a Saturday. So all day Sunday, I was just ill, recovering, just trying to honestly keep food and water down. Like that was, I was just trying to rest and feel better. I felt horrible. I have never felt that way in my whole entire life. It was awful. So the next day was a holiday, which was Monday. It was like a Monday holiday. And so then on Tuesday morning, I called the hospital or actually, you know what? I might've called Monday night. I think I called Monday night. I said like, listen, I think I was drugged and I was just wondering if you guys do roofie tests. And the woman literally laughed at me. Like she not like laughed, but like, you know, kind of like chuckled and said in that condescending way, like, no, we don't do that. And I'm like, you're a fucking hospital. You definitely do that. So I think she essentially just thought that I was like, some drunk person that just wanted some like, I don't know. She she really clearly did not think much of me. So then the next day I went to work. And of course, one of my coworkers was like, you need to get tested. So I called the urgent care that was nearby. And of course, they were like, it's probably out of your system by now. Like, it's a waste to do the test. And I'm like, this is so fucked up. Like, is this really how we're treated? Like, we're turned away for a, such a serious thing because people don't believe you or because there's not enough awareness around it. So fast forward, then I ended up talking to one of my friends who had also been roofied. But mind you, they were almost, I think they needed to be Narcaned, like they needed to be brought back to life because they had so much of it. So just think if I had had 
finished that drink because I didn't even finish my drink that night at that last bar because I didn't feel right. But I had just enough that it made me black out. Like imagine if I had had more and had died and like that doctor could have just given me a test and like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It just honestly made me so hurt and sad that no one was taking me seriously. And of course, at first, my parents kind of weren't because they were like, well, I mean, you do drink sometimes and like get lit and throw up sometimes. So like this is not unusual. But I was like, no, this is different. I know my body. This is different. And this is so scary. And I don't know what is going on. So from that point on, I basically drove around with a ratchet ass car because I had fucking destroyed it and could not afford to get it fully fixed. And also my car had a bunch of other problems that I was, you know, kind of waiting to save up to fix um, like thousands and thousands of dollars worth of issues. So at this point, it kind of sent me over the edge to the point where I was like, I am just going to drive this car until it dies, basically, and then get a new one. I was kind of riding around in the ratchet mobile for quite some time there and ended up eventually, you know, getting a new car. But we'll get there. We'll get there. We're only in February. Time goes on. I think the next kind of like big thing that happened was unfortunately Rosie passing away. So as I mentioned, our dog Rosie, when I got home on New Year's Day, she obviously was not there. She was at the doggy ER and Things looked a little better for a little while, but at the end of the day, she had aspirated pneumonia and it just was not getting any better. And then it just ended up getting to the point where we had to make a decision as a family if we wanted to keep pushing her to fight this or if we wanted to just give her peace. And at the end of the day, we chose to give her peace. And now she is in a much, much better place. And as this podcast episode goes on. I know it's very morbid and sad right now. You guys will definitely understand that she is in a much better place. But um, it was tough. It was so tough. It was tough on us, obviously, um, because Rosie was with us for 13 years, almost 14 years, because she had made it pretty far. She was almost to her 14th birthday. It was so hard on my mom because my mom and Rosie were inseparable best friends just like how me and Tundra are like my mom and Rosie were even closer. So it was it was just so hard on all of us. And then Tundra, of course, had known Rosie her whole entire life. Rosie was one of the first dogs she ever met. It literally just felt like we were taking it day by day at that point. It truly did. Like I felt like life was not real. I just I don't know. Life is just a big blur, honestly, at the beginning of the year. Also, at the beginning of the year, things were kind of good, whereas I was still going to the gym. I was feeling really good, you know, like mentally. Of course, my whole life was falling apart, but I still kind of felt <laughs> like decent inside. But yeah, I was still kind of, you know, working out. I was still kind of doing my social media stuff. Like I was definitely starting to slow down and I wasn't posting as much. So also during this time, I went to see JoJo, 2000s icon Joanna, JoJo. I freaking love her. So I got to go see her in concert in March, which was so fun. And at this time, I was also getting a bunch of really awesome brand opportunities. For instance, I had La Roche-Posay Cosmetics reach out to me and send me a bunch of stuff to do, you know, some videos with them. I had Macy's reach out to me and they sent me a box of wine to review for my YouTube channel, which was incredible. Like I couldn't believe that I was getting all these opportunities. And then Ariana's makeup company, REM Beauty, reached out to me to post some of my content, which was incredible. Life felt like it was falling apart, but also falling together at this time. I don't know. It was just such a weird, weird time. So then we get to April and in the beginning of April, unfortunately, my my grandpa, who I was mentioning in the beginning of the podcast, had 
finally passed and was finally at peace. So we, of course, had services for that and tried to make the best of it. We ended up having a big party together as a family and laughing and smiling and just something that we never thought would be possible. We made happen that night. And then this is kind of where it gets rocky, you guys. This is where I really have nothing to update you on except for that I spent a lot of time crying in bed, not to be dramatic and not for self-pity. Like I do not want anyone to feel bad for me. I I have my head on a little bit more straight these days. So I'm just looking back and laughing. But I was spending a lot of time crying in bed because not only was everything in my life kind of falling apart, it felt, but also my love life was a mess, which what else is new? Any of you guys who have been following me for a while know that my love life has been a joke to me forever, pretty much. Wait, is this still going? Oh my God, you guys, I am so stupid. So I keep checking this device that I'm recording on because down at the bottom, it said it had what I thought was 25 minutes to record. So I was just going to record in 25 minute intervals, but it was 25 hours to record because I just reached 25 minutes of recording and I was like, oh shit, why didn't it stop? But it's just went down to 24. So that's actually... um hours, not minutes. Good job, Amber. This is such a mess. I'm so sorry. But anyway, so it felt like my life was falling apart, but also my love life was as horrible as ever, but only because let me tell you guys a little story. I had dated this kid when I was younger and see, this is the thing. The story I'm about to tell, I don't want to give away too many personal details because I'm obviously not trying to like expose whoever this person is and like I don't know you guys know how it goes like sharing stuff on social media can go either way I want to protect people's privacy I choose to put my life out here and I choose to be public but not everybody does so keep that in mind I'm gonna try to keep the privacy of all the people I speak about private (laughs) obviously because privacy means private good job Amber over the winter last year an old fling from my life who I had loved at one point in time like one of my first loves let's just say had come back after like 10 years and confessed their whole love to me, basically, and had pretty much admitted that they thought about me just like how I thought about them over these past 10 years on and off. Of course, I've had other I've dated other people. I have you know been in other situations where I did end up eventually, you know, moving on. But that love was always still there subconsciously. So this friggin person comes back into my life, turns my whole world upside down by, you know, telling me that they still had feelings for me, just like I had feelings for them. So it gave me this little tease of like a movie where I felt like it was meant to be. We had this amazing night together. And like, I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. Like everything I've been searching for is here finally. But you know how that goes. That did not end up working out. It of course like went well for a little while and then shit happens as it does. And I forgot to also mention that there is quite some distance in between me and this person, like like physical distance. We live quite far away. So that did play a big role. But at the end of the day, it was a mind fuck for me because again, I felt like I got this thing that I always wanted handed to me on a silver platter just out of the blue, which was amazing, but also turned my world upside down because it was a, it was a shock. It was out of nowhere. So, of course, eventually we're probably in like April, May ish now. I finally got over that kind of. I mean, I was still really upset about it and just confused because there was no like explanation or closure. It was kind of just like it ended. So that was really messing with me. And if you guys have ever been in a relationship or experienced any sort of like love or anything like that then you'll understand that feeling of it's just debilitating. I don't know why, because it sounds ridiculous. Looking back, I wish I could go back and slap myself in the face and be like, why are you crying over a guy? Why? Like, what is wrong with you? But 
at the time you can't help it because the feelings are so strong, like literally so strong. It's not even funny. It feels like a drug. It feels like you're having withdrawals from a drug and it's horrible. So yeah, it was just, it was crazy. I did not like that time of my life at all. In a different podcast episode, we'll have a whole like boy talk or like dating talk episode about like heartbreak and stuff like that. Cause I feel like that is something I really want to talk about. And I really want to talk about certain ways that I handled these situations and, you know, got through them eventually. But we'll save that for a whole another episode. Shortly after this, like around the time that I kind of started feeling a little bit better after that whole situation. Then the next big thing that probably happened is me getting my new car. Let's start there. Let's jump there. So I got my new car in May. I don't remember exactly. I don't think I picked it up until. So I bought it in the middle of May and then I picked it up at the end of May. Sorry, I have to give Tony a cookie. She's been so good while I've been recording this episode. So where were we? Then I got my new car, which was so exciting. I went car shopping and I did not think I was going to get approved for anything because also not only was my life, love life, and also finances were in the shitter. So everything was just not good. So I did not think I was going to get approved for much, but I ended up picking out a car. I picked out a 2018 GMC Terrain. And at first that was not what I wanted. Like I kind of wanted something a little bit bigger. I never really liked the terrains, but this particular model, I was like, okay, I can get down with this. And then I noticed that there was like a burn hole in the passenger seat. And I was like, you know, is there any way that we can fix that? And they were like, yeah, we'll fix that for free. Don't worry. But also, if you want, you could upgrade to leather seats, which obviously would cost money. But like, you know, if you want, that's there. And I was kind of like, you know what? I'm buying a car. Throw the leather seats on. It is what it is. Like when you're spending that much money, what is another like thousand dollars? You know what I mean? So I not only got this cute ass car that I now love so much, but I got my own custom leather seats in there, which was just like a cherry on top. And yeah, so then I just started whipping my new car around. If you guys didn't know, my old car, my Jeep Grand Cherokee was named Bitch. (laughs) Um, It makes sense. If you ever drove in my Jeep or experienced my Jeep, you probably understand completely why she's named that. Like it is a perfect name. So when I got my new car, my best friend Chance was like, what is her name going to be? Like, what are you naming this new car? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I can't really tell what what she is. Like, I can't. I don't know. And so we decided to name her Queen because she is a queen and she sure acts like it. Certain things she does makes me think of my old car, makes me think of bitch. I don't know. I definitely I love this new car. I am so comfortable in this new car. If you guys are looking for a car, like if you're someone who drives and you're looking for a car and you kind of like SUV sized cars, but maybe you don't want like a big SUV, but you also aren't ready for like the smaller kinds, like the RAV4 style cars that are like really small and compact. The GMC Terrain is such a good middle ground. And especially this particular year, it doesn't look too boxy. It doesn't look too round. Like I am just overall a huge fan of the car. Highly, highly recommend it. But moving on, One of the next things that happened in my life was I got invited to go to Las Vegas in June. So the first week of June, I flew out to Las Vegas with my friend Ryan. Well, he met me there, but I flew out alone to Vegas and I met up with my best friend Ryan and his family. Some of you guys, if you watch my YouTube videos, probably know Ryan because he was in a couple of my vlogs. Ryan and I actually went to see Ari on her sweetener tour in December and we were in... 
Arizona. I cannot remember. Oh, we were in Phoenix, Arizona. That's where we saw her. And um, she had her whole Christmas set. So I have a whole vlog of that with Ryan. And then I also have a vlog with Ryan in Miami when I met Ariana because he actually came with me that night, which was so sweet. Like he bought a nosebleed seat just so he could come with me the day that I was meeting her so that I wouldn't be alone. He is an angel. Like Ryan, if you're listening to this, you fucking know how much I love you, but I love you extra because of just how sweet you are. So Ryan and I took Las Vegas and it was my first time in Vegas. And let me just tell you, Vegas won. Vegas beat me up, man. Like I was vomiting before I went home, like hours before I had gone the plane. I was praying to the porcelain gods that it would stop. You know what I mean? So again, sorry if it's TMI, but clearly I have a problem. But Vegas was so much fun. Oh my goodness. We stayed at the Park MGM, which was a beautiful hotel. If you ever need a hotel suggestion, any of the MGMs are beautiful. We went and saw all of the hotels. Like we went through everything. We went up the strip. We went to a club, which we wanted to go to more clubs. But the last night I got sick and kind of like had to stay in the hotel room all night. But we had so much freaking fun. Like it was it was honestly such a good time. And it was only a few nights because something about me is I don't like to travel for long. I don't like to be gone long. I would rather take a bunch of short trips than like one long vacation a year. You know what I mean? So for me, it was only like, I think maybe two or three nights that I was out there, but it was still so much fun. I mean, just being with Ryan, being with his family, his family was amazing. We were just out there to celebrate his graduation. So honestly, we weren't out there with anything in mind of like, an itinerary like we didn't have anything we really wanted to do we kind of just wanted to go and go with the flow and do whatever we wanted we definitely had getting drunk on our agenda which we (laughs) checked off 10 times over then I flew home and kind of started um another new journey in my life and that was in my love life you guys so this is where things take a little turn so I ended up kind of, I don't even know where to start with this story, you guys. I really don't. But basically around this time in my life, I started dating someone, like actually dating someone, going out on dates and like only seeing each other. You know what I mean? Like it was something that I had never really experienced before because I feel like in this generation, dating isn't really a thing anymore. Like people, I don't really hear of people that are just going out on dates and getting to know each other and like exclusively seeing each other, but not being boyfriend, girlfriend yet. Like I had never seen that. And so it was so weird to me. So I didn't want to tell anyone about this. Like my friends didn't really even know. I kept it very low key. My family didn't really know. I mean, they knew the person that I was talking to, which I don't know. I don't know how much I want to get into him in this episode because I do have a whole episode planned to specifically talk about him. So I don't know how much I want to say in this episode, but maybe we'll. Yeah, you know what? We're going to save all of the tea on the boy for the episode that will be titled something about him. (laughs) I'm being so vague. I'm so sorry. You guys probably hate me. But I started dating this guy around this time. And we were, like I said, going out on dates. We were taking it slow, just enjoying each other's company, like genuinely having the best, best time. That's kind of what kickstarted my summer. So I spent a lot of time this summer with my little sneaky boo thing that nobody knew who it was at first. And it just went so great. Like it felt so natural. I don't know. I can't wait to share the whole episode with you guys, like talking about how that kind of came about because I'm going to go on for like a whole hour just on that one alone. So that's why I don't want to talk about it too much in this episode. But yeah, 
So I was dating this guy. I kind of started like uploading some YouTube videos again around this time. I think I uploaded the Vegas vlog. I started doing like REM beauty videos. So I was a little bit kind of like getting back into finding myself again. And then also around this time, like midsummer, like around July, which is when I was supposed to do Christmas in July. I'm so sorry, you guys. I am such a failure and did not really do Christmas in July this year. Then the summer kind of just flew by. I mean, it was so many so many fun times. I went to see a couple of concerts. I went to see The weekend with my best friend Chance, which was so much fun. Oh my God. I have so much respect for The weekend. I always have, but I had never seen him live. And when I tell you he puts every ounce of his soul into that performance, I genuinely mean it. It was so good. For days after the concert, me and Chance were just listening to the set list on repeat because we just after you see it live, after you hear those songs and see those songs performed live, they just hit so much different when you're listening to them in the car or like wherever. So Chance and I were definitely on a weekend binge after that concert. Also, you guys, in July, we got a puppy. So my parents got a puppy, Loki. They finally felt like it was time after losing Rosie to get a new puppy. And we went back and forth a lot about it. You know, my mom was not ready and like was sure she was not going to want a puppy for months. Like she was honestly up until we got the puppy. I feel like she still was not sure if she wanted it. Like she was like, how am I going to love something else again? She felt a little guilty in ways. Again, I don't I don't want to speak on behalf of my mom. Like I'll have her on the podcast someday and we can all talk about it. You know what I mean? Like we'll talk about all the things, but I don't want to speak on behalf of my mom, but just, you know, on things we talked about, she felt a little like guilty about getting a new dog after Rosie or, you know, felt a little broken and didn't know if she was going to be able to take care of another dog. Things like that, like normal things normal morning things were happening. So eventually, you know, my my dad really wanted another dog because even he was kind of like, I just, I don't know, I need something. We need to fill the void somehow. Let's take care of another dog and raise another dog. Mind you also, we've always had dogs my whole life. When I was born, my parents got a German Shepherd right before I was born, like months before I was born. And we grew up together and she passed away when I was 12. And then a little bit before she had passed away, they had gotten a puppy so that, you know, first of all, so she could have a little companion, but also so when she did pass, we would still have a piece of her. You know what I mean? So then once she passed away, we still had this other dog, which is Zoe. Some of you guys might have known Zoe from my vlogs. She was in my vlogs for years. So we had Zoe. And then a couple years later, we got Rosie. So Rosie and Zoe grew up so freaking close. Oh my gosh. And then I ended up getting Tundra towards the end of Zoe's life. And Zoe ended up passing away after probably like, I don't know, five months maybe of knowing Tundra, something like that. That was kind of the last time my parents had got a dog. So Rosie was on her own. She was an only dog for a while. And of course, Tundra would come over and play all the time. And then eventually me and Tundra moved in. We eventually moved back home and came, you know, and lived with my parents again. So then Rosie and Tundra became best friends and it was just the best. And so then when Rosie passed, it was like, you know, we kind of we didn't know what we were going to do so that's why we kind of let it let it ride for a few months and eventually the same person that we actually got Rosie from reached out and said that there was a new litter and if we wanted a puppy you know we could have one so my mom felt like it was kind of right like she felt like it was just a sign in a way so we ended up going through with getting a puppy and my parents drove up to New Hampshire to pick up Loki and 
he is just the cutest little nugget. I mean, now he's not as small. He's not as much of a nugget now because he is four months, I think, right? Actually, he might be five months old. I can't remember. I have to ask my mom. But he's getting so big now. But at the time when we got him in July, he was just a little chunker. He was so freaking cute. He looked like a little Webkins. Like that is literally what he looked like. He looked like a Webkins doll. And so basically over the next rest of July slash into August, it was mostly just us getting used to Loki and us training him and tons getting used to Loki, which we were a little nervous about because ever since Rosie passed, Tundra's been a little weird with other animals. Like she almost is kind of like, where did my best friend go? Like, I don't want anybody else. So she was a little weird at first and we were a little nervous, but it ended up becoming that they were best friends over time. Tundra, you know, Tundra at first acted like I'm independent. I don't I don't need anybody else. Like, I don't want a little brother. Fuck that. And then now, fast forward, she cuddles with him and she loves him and she plays with him all day long. So they have definitely become the best of friends. They are, oh my God, inseparable. It's so cute. Although Tundra will get sick of it and be like, okay, I'm done playing and, you know, wander off. So then moving on, it was my birthday. I turned 26 and I had the best birthday ever. It seriously was so, so special. My family made it so special. My boyfriend made it so special. Oh my God. Because at this point we were a boyfriend, like and girlfriend, you know, by this point he had asked me out. He made my birthday so freaking special. I had a pool party with my family and some of my friends. And then one of my good friends was turning 30. So she was having a birthday party on my birthday. So later that night, we ended up going to her birthday, which was like an early 2000s, like 90s, early 2000s themed party, because that's, you know, what we grew up on. And then I don't know, the rest of the summer, honestly, you guys was pretty uneventful. I ended up going to a Post Malone concert in September, which was super fun. I went with my friend Kim. Kim is another one who you should know from the vlogs. She's been in quite a few. Post Malone was amazing. It was days after he had fallen and like broke ribs or I don't know if he broke ribs, but like he must have at least bruised his ribs because he took a hard hard fall at a show that was like not even a week before my show. So I was pretty convinced my show was going to get canceled, but luckily it did not. Oh my God, you guys, that was another one where after the concert, I even still have been listening to Posty's set list on repeat. I have seen Post Malone three times now, so that was not my first time seeing him, but I still was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Like what is going on? It was truly one of the best shows I've ever seen. Wait, you know what? I think I'm jumping all over the place. I am. I am. I'm jumping all over the fucking place, guys. I'm so sorry. The Post Malone concert did not happen yet. I'm like getting ahead of my camera roll. <laughs> Before the Post Malone concert, I actually went to New York. So let's rewind. Pretend I didn't just tell you about um <laughs> Post Malone. <laughs> I went to New York to visit my best friend, Timmy, who you guys know, of course. I'm mentioning like a bunch of people that you guys probably know. So I went to visit my best friend, Timmy, in New York because as I mentioned to you guys, this year was so rough. And yes, I was kind of starting to feel better at the end of the summer like things were kind of you know looking up but still like you can't help how your mental state is like sometimes it's just your life is great and your mind is not like sometimes it just happens my mind was kind of all over the place and I just needed to run away so Timmy was like come to New York and he invited me to go to New York Fashion Week with him he had a couple of events in the city first of all it was so nice to go on a road trip because Timmy lives a good you know, three and a half, four hours for me. So it was a nice road trip to just drive out there and not have to worry about anything. Road trips always give me such clarity because it's just me, the road ahead of me, music. I can just let all my thoughts flow. It helps me get a little bit more creative too because sometimes my creative juices start flowing naturally. So it was just, it was a really great road trip. We had the best night, you know, at his house. And then the next day we went into the city and had a whole city day, got pretty lit, came home, 
slept, and then I left the next day. Being in the city always makes me feel so happy because of the lights, because of the noise. Like I know a lot of people, especially even my dad, for instance, hate the city, hate being in crowds, gives them anxiety, like the whole thing. For me, it's the opposite. When I'm alone, I'm the most anxious. Well, let me rephrase that because I do like being alone and I enjoy my own company. But I guess when I'm alone at home, whereas when I'm alone, like in a huge crowd of people that's loud, I'm more anxious at home being alone. I thrive in the chaos of crowds and of cities and of you know, having to find your way around and it not being familiar, it not being comfortable. Like when I'm in these comfortable situations, that's almost when I lose myself. When I'm thrown out there, you know, taking a solo trip across the country, forced to find my own way and, and explore unfamiliar areas and see new things, like that is where I feel the best. It was just really nice to go out there. Me and Timmy ended up because we obviously decked out and wore like cute outfits and took a bunch of photos and stuff like that. But at the end of the night, it started raining. So we were walking around Times Square and it's like raining and our freaking hair's wet and we're just like uncomfortable. So we ended up going into a store and buying a giant oversized I Heart New York sweatshirt, like literally so touristy. And then we went into Forever 21 and bought shorts and we just wore oversized sweatshirts and shorts. Walked around the city like that for the rest of the night. We got Taco Bell. We got Krispy Kreme. Just like ate it in the middle of the city in the rain. And it was honestly something I really needed. Like it was therapeutic in a way. Nothing like smoking a joint and eating Taco Bell in the middle of Times Square at one in the morning. So yeah, so that happened. I went to New York. And then when I got home, I spent a lot of time with Tundee Bear. I spent a lot of time with family. That's kind of when I started dabbling with the podcast again. And I started getting all my equipment set up. I set up my computer so that it was ready to kind of like start editing the podcast again. And I just started feeling a little better. Like I was starting to feel motivated. I was starting to find myself again as far as my work ethic. And another thing that I forgot to mention to you guys that I wanted to mention in this episode is that another Another reason why I stopped posting so much, you know, on YouTube, on TikTok, even on the podcast was because I forgot to mention that also this year, more than ever, I started getting harassed at my work about my stuff online. So it would be anything from like creepy old men harassing me about like, you know, certain things I would post or people just trying to pry into my personal life because they saw my videos or also people would be condescending towards me, like making it seem like I'm weird for like doing YouTube videos. It was just I I never have experienced something like this. I feel like I've just made it a point over the years on my YouTube channel to where I always tried to enforce it to my audience to not care what people think. And I've always just been such a firm believer and advocate of doing what you love and not giving a fuck what anybody thinks, not letting their opinions affect you. So it kind of bothered me that I, all of this stuff was affecting me so much, like all of these outside opinions and people harassing me, people making fun of me, whatever. It was really bothering me. And I was like, what is wrong with me? Like I have made it so far. I've been doing, you know, internet content for almost a decade now. And I have had people in high school make fun of me. I've had people in my life make fun of me. And I had built such a strong level of confidence with it that it never bothered me. But something about this particular time in my life, I really was hurt by like certain people harassing me. And I don't know if it's just because these people were either like sometimes it would be people I work with. Sometimes it would be 
customers coming into my work. So it was it was just everywhere. I felt like I couldn't escape it. So unfortunately, I let them win and I didn't post a lot. I, I stopped posting and I stopped feeling confident in myself. That really affected me. I probably should have led with that, honestly, because that kind of started in the springtime, like probably in the beginning of the year slash like heading into the springtime is when that really started happening. But yeah, I don't know. So now looking back, especially now that I'm sitting here recording this finally and like feeling good, I'm finally about to like get the ball rolling again. Now, I just want to like say fuck you to everyone who ever made me feel that way. It, it kind of honestly fuels my fire a little bit. And now I'm a little bit more motivated than ever to prove them wrong and to do amazing things and to go far. I just don't ever let anybody get you down. And I know I said I let it get me down, but not again. Like I am really trying to work on getting my mindset strong again to where I don't care about what other people think. I want to get back to being confident enough in myself that I love me enough for the both of us. Like, I don't need your opinion. I love myself enough. I'm confident in myself. I believe in myself so that all these outside opinions do not fucking matter. And again, it's easier said than done, but that is literally my number one goal from here on out is just to work on becoming confident and becoming strong again. And we're getting there. So carrying on, sorry for that little rant. I just felt like I needed to slip that in before I forgot to mention that. So this is where I saw Post Malone. <laughs> it was a Friday night. Kim and I met in the city and we saw Posty at TD Garden. It was so much fun. He put on the best show. He was wearing a Celtics jersey, which was so cute. I love when, you know, people come to Boston and like rep Boston sports or anything like that. It just makes me so happy. But it was so cool hearing Posty's new album live hearing some songs live you know that I hadn't heard in a while it was honestly so much freaking fun I left that concert on such an adrenaline rush that I don't even think I really slept that night which leads me into the next day so that happened on Friday night I get home probably by like midnight and guess what I have to leave at four in the morning for the airport because <laughs> I'm going to LA so the day after the Post Malone concert I flew to LA and I went out to LA for my best friend Lulu's birthday, which it's so funny. We started off this episode talking about Lulu and now we're kind of like getting towards the end and we're of course bringing her up again because she's iconic. So Lulu invited me out to LA to first of all go to LA for the first time and see where she lives, stay at her house, meet her family. So that was all amazing. After years of being friends, after five solid years of being best friends, I finally got to go and meet her whole family. So that was amazing. But also she invited me out there to celebrate her birthday with her. So we ended up having a whole weekend of excursions. We went horseback riding in Hollywood and got to watch the sunset and saw the whole entire city skyline. It was absolutely beautiful. That was one of my favorite things that I think I've ever done in life. <laughs> it was so cool to be horseback riding essentially up a cliff like we were literally on the edge of a cliff the whole time but obviously the horses are not going to drop us off the cliff because they also want to get home alive but still it was very scary looking over to my left and literally seeing nothing but a cliff we did this two-hour horseback ride like I said saw the whole sunset got to see the glistening lights of the city once the sun went down it was so beautiful then me and Lulu just kind of drove around Hollywood she showed me all the touristy things then the next day we had a nice chill day together we got some Duncan went to Target like it was just it was honestly just like normal little best friend things that we've always wanted to do but because we are long distance besties 
we don't always get to do those things. So that was really cool to do with Lulu. And then later that night, we actually ended up going to Six Flags, which was so much fun. It was Fright Fest for Six Flags. So I got to walk around, go on a bunch of rides. And then, of course, they let out the scary characters at night and have the whole like Fright Fest bash, which was so much fun. And then after Six Flags, probably around like midnight, we ended up going to an after party at a bar where basically everyone from Six Flags went there. We rang in Lulu's birthday because her birthday was at midnight. And then Lulu and I went home, literally did not take off our makeup. I shit you not. We just laid down like mummies on the bed, slept for two hours and then woke up and drove to Disneyland. And this was like the thing I was most excited about. Obviously, I was excited about everything. I was excited to just go out there and even just be with Lulu. Even if we did nothing, I would not care. But of course, you guys know how I feel about Disney. I was obviously most excited to go to Disneyland. So we woke up at the ass crack of dawn and left for Disney. I have to say Disneyland to me coming from someone who obviously is familiar with Disney World, entering the park looked almost identical to Magic Kingdom. Like for me, walking into it, it felt like I was entering Magic Kingdom in Disney World. Just to paint a picture, if you've ever been to you know, Disney World or if you've ever been to Disneyland. That was just how I felt about it. Just walking in and hearing the Disney music, smelling the Disney snacks, seeing the big giant pumpkin. It was decorated for Halloween time. It was amazing. And then seeing the castle over there compared to the castle in Disney World was cool because the Disneyland castle is a little bit smaller. It's Sleeping Beauty's castle, whereas over in Disney World, it is Cinderella's castle. So it's, you know, a little bit bigger. A lot of the rides were really similar. I felt like Disneyland was basically the best of all four Disney World parks kind of into one. It was a fun day. And then I ended up going home the next day. Like we barely got any sleep that whole weekend. I went home and rested up, recovered, and then got back to work. And honestly, that kind of leads us to now. I'm at the end of my camera roll. Now what I'm doing is I've been home for a couple of weeks from LA and I've just been, you know, like I said, getting back into work. We have a family wedding tomorrow, actually. So we have a big weekend. And I am bringing my boyfriend as my date to the wedding. So I'll be posting some cute pics for you guys to see. And of course, like I said, I'm going to have a whole episode dedicated to my mystery man and how he became my boyfriend and all that stuff. Yeah. As of the last couple of weeks, though, ever since I got home from California, I have felt so good. Like I have been in such a good mind space. I have been kind of like tying up a lot of loose ends in my life that were driving me crazy and that were very much overdue to be taken care of. I've been having a lot of health issues this year as well, which has kind of been really holding me back from a lot of stuff, but I'm trying to work on that and I'll get into that in future episodes as well. Don't worry. Yeah, I've just been truly trying to get my life together, which I feel like aren't we all? And when do we ever get our life together? I really don't think that we do, but I'm going to try and I'm trying to get back into the gym because I feel like going to the gym makes me feel so good. I mean, if you guys go back and listen to last season, which a lot of you have been, thank you so much for streaming. But last season when I was recording the podcast, I was going to the gym regularly with my best friend and I felt so good. It really is true what they say about just getting any sort of physical exercise really does help your mental health. It really does. I know I mentioned this in the last season, I think, but I'm going to mention this again. I really like to work out without the pressure of needing to lose weight. Because I feel like a lot of people typically associate working out with losing weight or associate working out with like, you know, going on a diet or something like that. Like it's always negatively associated with things. Whereas I've been trying to get in the mindset of I just want to work out to feel healthy. 
so that my heart beats better and more clearer and so that my blood is flowing better. Like it's just it's things ever since experiencing health problems this year. I genuinely just want to exercise to make sure that my body is is healthy. That is all. I don't care if I have fucking cellulite. I don't care if I have a jiggly belly like or jiggly arms. I do not care. I just want to work out so I feel healthy. Yes, it would be great if I slimmed up those jiggly areas. It would be great. But that's not the goal that I have in mind. Like I just want to be healthy. That is my goal. So I think having that mindset helps a lot. And then also another thing I've been struggling with is I always force myself to go to the gym in the morning which almost never works because I'm not a morning person and I need to stop trying to force myself to be something I'm not and instead get like a 24 hour gym membership and go at night or whenever I want to go. Because that's the thing is I just I conform to the like normal gym schedule, which for typical people is like in the morning. And I just I'm not a morning person. I'm just not. I'm a morning person when it comes to waking up and doing things that is not working out. (laughs) I will wake up and do pretty much anything else except for workout. Like that's just I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate waking up and working out. I don't know why. So I'm going to stop forcing myself to be something I'm not and I'm going to just conform to reality around me, which to kind of wrap up this episode, that's honestly something really great to end with is the whole don't force yourself to be something you're not. Like I really, really want to put emphasis on that. What I kind of mean by that is in my life recently, I have been reflecting and I realized that this whole entire year problems would happen, problems would occur. And my instinct would be to run or would be how can I start over? How can I run away? Like, how can I get away from this? I would always try to avoid the problem or numb the problem even, which is horrible, like with alcohol or whatever. Like that is what I would be doing. Whereas now I'm trying to think in that way of how about I just make the best of what I have right now? Why am I trying to reach for something I don't have and something that is going to be extremely difficult to get to, you know, such as a fresh start, whereas I could literally just analyze my life, look at what I have now and make the best of what I have without trying to make something more. I hope that makes sense. I really don't know if I'm wording that correctly. I just had a realization lately that I just need to stop waiting for things to happen in my life and stop waiting for things to quote unquote get good and instead just make them good with what I have. It's literally like the expression when life hands you lemons, like make them fucking lemonade or squirt them in somebody's eyes if you have an enemy. I don't know. Do something productive with the lemons, though. That's all I have to say about that. But yeah, I think I am going to wrap this episode up here just because, as I said, we have a family wedding tomorrow. So I'm about to start wedding prepping. I'm going to be doing a wedding video for it. So I'm really excited. It's kind of giving me something creative and a little bit challenging to do because wedding videos are not something I typically do. I mean, I've done a few, but you know, I do vlogs on YouTube and I do more like casual content, whereas this is going to be kind of like a more creative project that I have to do. And it's especially important because it's a gift for my family members. My cousins are getting married and I want this to be a gift to them, you know? So I'm just really excited to kind of challenge myself to be a little bit creative and capture this beautiful wedding. It's going to be so much love, which I think I really need. Like, I think my whole family really needs this right now. Just a day to celebrate love and to celebrate family and to be together. So I'm really looking forward to that. So I have a lot of prep to do, but I definitely will be posting some pictures on Instagram. So make sure you guys are following me on Instagram. Also, make sure you're subscribed to my YouTube channel. Make sure you're following me on TikTok 
And of course, make sure that you are following my podcast anywhere that you stream podcasts. I appreciate you guys so fucking much. It's not even funny. Again, I'm so thankful for all of the people who have continuously reached out wondering where the podcast was, wondering why I wasn't uploading videos. Just thank you. And to all the people who have just still supported me all this time, even though I wasn't posting, thank you so much because sometimes that's what we need in life is just people to be patient with us because life is hard. So just keep that in mind, you know, when you're interacting with people today or whenever you go out next, just keep that in mind that sometimes all you need is just someone to have a little bit of patience with you because life is fucking hard. So I guess that is going to be it for this first episode of season two of Ams Unfiltered. Thank you guys so much for listening. I have fucking missed sitting in this chair recording for you guys. It's not even funny. So I promise you it will not be another six months before you hear from me again. I promise you that. So thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you are following, liking this podcast. Make sure you rate it if you like it. That is it. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will talk to you in the next one. Bye.